Hey guys, welcome to Overcrest. I'm Chris. And I'm Jake. And we're back with a news episode. I'm How long excited. has it been since we did a news episode? It's been months. 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 We're going to do it more often. I know people have been hammering away at me to do the news episodes, and I... I forgot how fun they are. You know, I went back and I listened to a couple, and it sounds like we have a pretty good time. So hopefully we well, have a... let's see. We have a pretty We have a lot time. to talk about since we haven't we covered anything in months. Yeah, I only pulled stuff from the last, you know, couple weeks. I'm trying to stay right. current. I'm not trying to rehash the last six months of automotive stale news. Yeah, that'd news. probably get boring. That wouldn't, that wouldn't be any good. Before we get into that, I want to remind everybody to do hop over to overcrestproductions.com slash drivers club you can support the show that would be really really great we would love that for like 5 10 25 bucks a month however generous you're feeling you get some benefits you can hop on our discord you can talk to us there's conversations going on there you can get a shirt we still have a bunch of shirts left that we can send you okay first of all when you're at the is it ten dollar tier you automatically get a drivers club shirt which is awesome yep and even if you're at the five dollar a month club. You get some exclusive content, which is you great. You get exclusive content and you get early release of the merch. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, which is what day, what's the day? Tomorrow we're going to start teasing the merch. Tomorrow. As well, if we forever. haven't, have we not been teasing it for the last no, like, but like, six but months? But like visually. But <laughs> everyone's for, rolling their eyes at us well, right now. Well, it's the 18th right now. So tomorrow's the 19th, but everybody else will have already seen this because this comes out on, oh, uh, right. on Monday. We're in the future right so now. So we're in the future. Anyway, overcrestproductions.com slash Drivers Club. Some futuristic stuff. We are talking about some futuristic stuff. Also, want to let everybody know that this is our last episode until well after the rally because we are going on. We're going on vacation, Jake. Well, I have stuff to do. I have stuff to talk about. I have an entire awesome episode prepared. Well, you're going to have to save it. (sighs) We have a lot to do. The rally's coming up. Don't you want to know about the time that aliens contacted us? I do actually want to know about the yeah. time that aliens contacted yeah. us. Should we do that after this? I, no, no I don't, you're I don't, not ready. I'm not ready to like He's not ready. actually do it. Well, we'll see. Maybe. I mean, that'd be a great teaser for the season premiere. Should we call it like, oh my God, Jake, it's the 18th. Season? That means the rally is like in three weeks. Less than three weeks. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. We're going on vacation. We okay. have a lot to do. Okay. Yeah, we do. We really right. have a lot to well, do. So we'll probably be back in end of September, early October. Yeah. We'll be and back. And we'll call that next season. So next season, you're going to learn about the time that aliens probably actually contacted us. All right. Are you ready for, for some news? Everybody probably thinks we're leading in with the Dodge episode, with the Dodge, you know, the, the Challenger it's thing so and, the, and the GT3, but we're not. Please, MTV. That's right, ladies oh, and gentlemen. Pimp My Ride is coming back. It is, is it is it Exhibit? It's not. Exhibit is not. I don't know how you... you how do you have Pimp My Ride without Exhibit? Yo, dog. Well, they found somebody probably just as ratchet as Exhibit was. Ratchet. That's the only way I can describe it. It's British rapper. This is going to be on YouTube, by the way. It's going to be a YouTube series. That's not even like actual so TV, it's MT- then. It's, nothing's actual TV. Did you know that streaming just today or maybe yesterday or maybe the day before last week uh-huh. took over for cable for the first time as far as people view viewership oh, so more people are streaming than they are on cable yep for the That's first time not surprising for the well it's surprising that it took this long yeah you're right you know but for the first time and then broadcast tv you know is know like down is? at the it's bottom everyone okay think about every doctor's office every waiting room has cable just on in the background. airports that's the only thing that's keeping cable stats CNN, above streaming don lemon yeah. at the msp international that's airport that's it that's the only thing so british rapper lady shish lady lashure lashure is lashure i'm sure Two it's from R's. R's, is slated to host the reborn oh by the way it's mtv 
eBay, and YouTube. Those Wait, three. eBay is... E of course. Where okay. else are you going to get your mods for your oh shitty car? God, you're right. You're going to go straight to eBay oh, and buy no. some Alteza. Do we know anything about headlights. Lady LaShure? We do. Would you like to hear some of her music? Yeah, I didn't know if I would know it. Yes, yeah, so she's I mean, a 2000s era classic TV. That's good. Any, Lady LaShure. Wow. Yeah, this is terrible. That's a, boy, I, I picked like a 10 second clip, but it just it went on forever. <laughs> I so, just, okay, you know, so wait, 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 wait. This is Pimp My Ride, okay? I know, you're right. It fits the demographic, maybe. No, but is, what do you mean, maybe? <laughs> but, okay, is he, like, is this Lady LaSure, is she even, like, that good I don't know, I've never heard of her. Scene? So you know I what saw, I mean? I like, saw some videos I, of her. I'm not a hip-hop person at all. But if you are this a hip-hop hip person. This is rap. That's, there's no way this is hip-hop. I actually kind of like hip-hop. Rap is. What is the distinction? I don't even know what the distinction hip -hop is. Hip-hop is good. Rap is this, okay? So that's the. Is that's, rap I think pop? that's that's my white guy definition of love the, it. The okay, difference I'm just saying, two. people who like this music, do they even like her? I don't know. She's English. She's from the UK. Right. I don't know. Okay. So, Pimp My Ride UK initially debuted in 2005, ran for just three seasons before being ultimately pulled. Uh, English DJ Tim Westwood was the original host. So they're kind of, you know, went exhibit. And I guess this DJ Tim Westwood, who I've never heard of. Yeah. Um, while the car modification restoration work was completed by Charisma Automotive. Now, Charisma. though, British rapper Lady Lichier, who is best known for her Queen's Speech series of freestyles, is going to take a crack at reviving the project. Hosted on the MTV YouTube channel and bankrolled by eBay. Uh-huh. The show will return as an internet property on August 19th. Okay. The, uh, the work is slated to take place at Wrench Studios, which is a high-performance tuning shop located in Ashford, England. Okay, so it is based still on, based in the UK. Based on the high-horsepower builds that have been featured on your shop's on YouTube page, the pairing seems perfect for this sort of endeavor. So I hear you like cribs, so we put a crib in your crib. I just thought that would be pretty good because you're Oh, yeah, we don't know that, that Jake Jr. is also Jake on Jr. the podcast yeah, here. So we put a crib in your crib. That's how much you like cribs. Okay. Yeah. He doesn't don't really you, like don't you remember though. that? Like, that was the meme. Yo, dog, we heard you, you like, like aquariums. So we, put a, so we put an aquarium in your van. Hey, dog, we heard you like cars and driving. So we put a car in your car so your car could drive your car. Uh, yeah, it was so dumb. <laughs> it, was, it was so. All right, all right, we'll take care of him. So, uh, like, what, what's he into? What's he like, man? Well, he likes TVs. Let's put 27 hold on, hold TVs. On, hold on. You're doing exhibit with a British accent. You're like, well, that's oh. what this is. Yes, this I'm doing it. This yeah, is no. it. Okay, so Dodge has a new thing. Yeah. And this is something that has been kind of going on over the last 24 okay. hours. Before we make fun of Dodge, because it's terrible, hold let's on. talk about something good. What do you mean? Petrol box. Yes, let's do it. Petrol box is a monthly service made they specifically. Won't, they won't lie to you. No, they, won't, they won't. No, you won't open up the petrol box, and it's a petrol circle. That was basically the oh, get it? Because circle box, box. yeah, yep. a lie. Yeah. It's yeah. something that it's not. It's pretending to be. Yeah, no. Each month they carefully select items, including tools. That was one of the worst jokes supplies. I've ever made. Yes, that was really bad. Uh, apparel, garage gear, stickers, publications, all the latest and greatest in the industry, sent right there to your doorstep each and every 
month. Makes great gifts. I still wear all my Petrobox shirts and use the tools. Too. I'll be like looking for something. Like, yeah, I don't have one of those. Wait, yes, I do. Yeah, you do. Because Petrobox sent it to me. <laughs> There's two different levels of subscription to choose from. You have the Petrobox Basic, which costs less than 20 bucks a month, while the Petrobox Premium gets you even more gear for $39.95 a month. Check them out at mypetrolbox.com and be sure to use the code OVERCREST at checkout. That gets you $6 off your first month. All right. I got to hold on. I got to pull something up here on Wikipedia. What are we pulling? Hold on. All right. So blah, blah, blah. All right. I got to have that ready. Okay. So Dodge did a thing. Yes, they did. So we all know that the EV stuff is coming. Yes. Which is contrary to what everybody thinks of me is fine. I get it. I accept. I'm like the guy standing at the bottom of the mountain by the sign that says avalanche zone. Okay, I realize there's an avalanche that's going to happen here. Okay, I get it. It's going to happen. It doesn't make me upset. I'm waiting for the avalanche. It's fine. It's going to drown me and kill me. You're and not break excited my heart. about the avalanche. I'm not excited about the... Actually, in a way, mm-hmm. I, kind of, I kind of am. Okay. I'm a little bit excited for the EV revolution because it's new. Okay. And it gives manufacturers the opportunity to do things that are new and fresh and, and come authentic. up with authentic and authentic yeah. and come up with ideas and reinvent themselves. Yeah. And instead of like trying to do a throwback, they can do new things. They could do new without things without being hampered by tradition. Yeah. Right? Right. The Dodge Charger Daytona is going to redefine American muscle. Right now, things are pretty good in the muscle car space. Hold on. What? Hold on. I got to change this thing so I can pause it. Oh, all right. Let's just play it again. The Dodge Charger Daytona is going to redefine American muscle. So first of all, okay, what is a... We're breaking this down one by one. First of all, they're not... This is not a new model. It's still a Charger. And then they're saying, well, it's the Daytona Edition, which is a throwback to the Daytona race car. Right. Which it does have a really cool front spoiler. Okay, first of all, let me say this. But let me let me say this. This is they should have just called it Dodge Daytona Banshee thing. Whatever. Okay. It looks pretty cool. The wheel proportions. (laughs) The wheels always look dumb. No, no, no. no. The proportions are off. They're too small. The tires are it's it's yes. Manufacturers never nail the wheels. They just don't. We'll leave that to yeah, companies even, like even the wheel opening, like the fender opening, the wheel well opening is too small. Manufacturers ninety nine percent of the time don't nail wheels. They just don't. But I'm saying and you EV can't wheels even, even put worse. bigger wheels on this thing; it still won't fix it. It's it's weird, right? So this, is like, this is like a concept car type okay. thing, right? So yes. we understand that. But the wheels are strange. Besides the wheels, this thing looks pretty damn good from the front three quarter. Yep, and the side profile is pretty good. Yep. The uh, the rear three quarters kind of boring doesn't really I haven't do it really for me. Looked much at it, um, but. but it is a pretty good looking car. So I give kudos for the design of the car. Yeah, and one thing I do like that they did differently because what is my big gripe with electric cars is that there's no need for a radiator opening. Yeah, so they, they designed just, around it and it looks good. And what so they what they did here is they brought the front end way down and instead had this cool spoiler over the top where usually the top it's of got the pass through. It's exactly. got an air pass through, which it's is really, really cool. Neat. I it's, like it's that. super neat. Um, so what is what is a muscle car? When you think muscle car, and I've been through this ad nauseum with people on social. Yeah. Over the last 24 hours, I've gotten probably, I don't know, six or 700 DMs about this. 
from people in my stories. And I've talked to everybody about it. And one of the most common themes is there's two. One, this is dumb. It's not muscle. Right. Two, well, isn't the Tesla plaid muscle? No. Do you and, want, okay, so then I have all, to go through and I have to start defining muscle to people. And they're they're wanna, always like, fast power. No. Do you want to hear the Merriam-Webster's dictionary definition of muscle car? Yeah, yeah, actually. This, you know, this is the... So this is the worst way. Like, imagine like when you were in eighth grade and you're like asked to write something about something. According and it, to Merriam-Webster's dictionary, this is defined as this. So this Therefore, is, but actually this is telling. This is it's telling. It's a little lazy, but go ahead. It's, yes. Well, it, it, the term came into use in 1966. Wait, should we talk about what we think it is first and then get into the... No, because this is exactly it. They okay. nail it. So this is what I'm going to say anyway. Yes. A group of American-made two-door sports coupes with powerful gasoline-powered engines designed for high-performance driving. That is Merriam-Webster's dictionary. That does not define muscle for me. American-made, gas-powered. So then a Ford Capri... No, right. It's not all, like, it's not specific enough. That is... is So I will say that that is a terrible definition of muscle car. Okay. Because I think muscle goes beyond the car. Okay. So imagine the guy that's buying a... Uh, a, a plaid, right? Mm-hmm. Is the same type of guy that back in the day mm-hmm. would have bought the 911S. He wouldn't have been looking at a muscle car. He would have no, bought an MG right. or a Saab or you're right or something like that. It would have been more cutting edge. And you know, one of the things there's a there's a guy who bought the motor for my Mercedes. Okay, he came over and he's like, "Do you think I can do this engine swap myself?" And I said, well, I don't know. What experiences do you have? He says, well, I swapped the motor in my Camaro, yep. you know, a, a, like a 67 Camaro. Cool. I'm like, well, then you could probably do it. Anyway, so he gets the motor in. I go over to his house to pick something up. And he goes, dude, I cannot believe how much more complicated this car oh. is than the Camaro. And they're both from like the, the cars, like a 69 Mercedes 250 or whatever. Yep. And he's like, I cannot believe the build quality and everything else that goes into this car. Really? There are different types of people that buy these things. Anybody that was buying a Mercedes for its complication and its refinement, yeah. and, and regardless of how fast it is, if it had a bunch of power, and it did have decent power, it had 100 and, you know, 170 horsepower or whatever in 1968. It was great from an right. inline six. But that's beside the point. Okay, so what I'm saying is, is that there's different types of people out there, and the types of people that are purchasing the car is a big part of the equation what makes something a muscle car? It is a bl- to boil it down. It's a. Bl- I see what you're saying. It's a DIY blue collar guy who feels comfortable changing points, tuning carburetors, having a block and tackle on a tree to pull his motor out. These are what a muscle car is. It's generally affordable. Not that a Hellcat is affordable. A Hellcat's no. super expensive. I would still consider it a muscle car because there's a bunch of other variables. Oh, I would too. You kind of extrapolated it out from the original muscle car, but. It's the type of person, and it's the culture. You would get your buddies together. You'd have a bunch of Miller Lights. You'd you'd swap stories about how you raced a guy around in your in your lawn chairs with the colorful straps that go over the aluminum frame, <laughs> and you're sitting out there with your with your sunglasses on, your aviators that you bought at the gas station. And you got your cutoff jeans mm-hmm. and your sleeveless shirts, mm-hmm. and you got your your aluminum trolling boat for your fishing is right off the a side of the trolling gr- boat. You yeah, say, yeah, tr- for trolling around for fishing boat. Yeah, yeah, fishing. But I'm talking about the type of boat that you would do it. There's lots of types. Of, I'm not talking about a sparkly bass boat. Okay, that's that, not aluminum. That's super expensive. I'm talking yes. about like a little trawler aluminum type thing. Fishing boat. Yes. 
and just all these different factors that make what muscle is and the idea of it and the movies and and the things that you know obviously you have the easy pickings are the power and the sound right, right. but you forget about how you forget about the rebel culture of muscle. It's rebellious. It's yes. It's, you're right. And it's one thing is is it, it can be loud and it's it can, not refined. And it's not refined. It's unsafe, yep. right? It's unsafe at any speed. Yeah, you know, but it's, it's like, not a Corvair. No, it's not a Corvair because Corvairs are kind of geeky and yep. and like nerdy and and fringe, right? Muscle right. was sob. a very. It's a sob. A Corvair is a sob. sure. Muscle was a very mainstream thing yes it was it was very mainstream and if you go to like back to the 50s or you go to the uh uh what is it well back to the 50s is too early for muscle in my mind i'm not it's not the right one carcraft yes carcraft summer nationals go to carcraft summer nationals that is muscle yes and you are going to see people trying to inject cars like this into that scene Oh, big You're time. going to try to see people jamming the square block into their own road. Now, why this thing isn't muscle? You can't tune it. It's expensive. It's not authentic. Right. The types of people that are bu- that are buying electric cars. And I'm just kind of, this car is probably closer to muscle than a Plaid is. Sure. Just because of the, the, the heritage of Dodge and everything it like that. It is not closer. as refined probably as so a Tesla. So now that we've defined muscle a little bit, why... Why does Dodge feel the need to make this car and call it muscle? Well, it's simple. That is their core brand. That's what they've identified themselves as for the past 30 years. We can't label it as a lack of creativity? It's fear. There's definite fear. Their fear that they're alienating their brand, so they have to call it muscle in order to try to still appeal to their core demographic, right? Right, right. Because if they're like, you know what, guys? We can't make muscle cars anymore. I'm sorry. Here's just an appliance car. Here's how they you can't know. do that. Here's how you know that they're scared is because they've made the car into a little bit of a, it's like this marketing mousetrap type situation. I mean, most concept cars are to some degree. Okay, so this... <laughs> Okay, let me, let me just continue to play this clip. We've talked a lot about what muscle is. Let's let's continue onwards. Okay. Right now, things are pretty good in the muscle car space, and Dodge is doing well. But yes, agreed. Agreed. Dodge is doing great. They've sold the shit out of those cars. They're on like a fifteen-year model run, which is just like holy shit. You right. know, they're, they've they that thing doesn't owe them one cent. That they've got everything that they've ever <laughs> needed and wanted to they've get. They milked it, and by the way, they're still milking it. They we'll are. Get to we'll that. get to that. But the industry is changing, and it is changing fast. The industry has invested a half a trillion dollars to transition to electrification. Exactly. It's changing fast because you have uh, ingested a trillion, half a trillion dollars in investment, the they industry. Have they have to. They don't have to. They are. What are they going to do? What do you mean, what are they going to do? They can only sell these cars until 2035. That's true. So they they have to do it. They're, either, they're, either they keep doing it up until 2035 and they go, now what? They, oh, close the doors. No plan. <laughs> that's it. That's true. That's true. So it's reactionary and uh, they want it to happen because this is a lot of money. I would argue they don't want it to happen. because oh, yes, they, they have do. To, they have if to they invest get, so much more money. Think yeah, about but it this way. A, there's 300 million people in this country that all have to buy a new car. They would mu- If they didn't have to, they would much rather 
keep milking the profit margin. I think you're wrong. On these Hellcats. Are you kidding me? It's an entire turnover in industrial and commercial and, no. and bottom line. Think about the bottom line. They're making so much more profit margin. Dude, making an electric car is sunk. so easy. It's, it's, they it's have so to simple. retool their entire manufacturing Once. plant. Once. And then everyone has to buy a new car. Every person is like, well, either I can drive around this shitty Camry and pay $6 a gallon for gas, or I can eventually buy an electric car. The other car. thing that these manufacturers won't like is these electric cars don't need to be replaced as frequently as a gas car. Well, the batteries are awful. Uh, true. We'll see how that, that works out. Anyway, let's, let's continue on. And you know what? Dodge didn't want to follow. Dodge did not want to follow what everyone is doing <laughs> in electric We literally had to make our own invention, make our own way, and start from scratch. What about this thing is starting from scratch? Yeah. Nothing. Well, Dodge hasn't done electric before, so this is from scratch. Every, don't don't that mind is the every only other thing. electric car company out there. Don't worry they about it. They reach back to make it muscle. It is, it's a, it's so a it's model. A retro that, it's, it's, style. It's, it's a retro style. It's existing it's model. From, it ain't from scratch. I'm, I mean, we're model. being a little Name. hyperbolic here a little bit because he means the design of the car and everything I like know. that. But or uh, like, or like the electric's never been done before. We're doing it, guys. Yeah, this is we're not pioneering anything here. We needed a car that looked like a Dodge, drove like a Dodge, and sounded like a Dodge. It doesn't. It does sound like a few things. At the same time as being electric. So we're coming with an all-new design. It is going to be the slipperiest car that still looks like a muscle car. We incorporated slippery, slippery. and muscle car. Not they don't go together. They don't. They don't go together. No muscle. That's a good point. Muscle cars are not efficient. Not no. aerodynamically efficient. No, they're brazen. They don't need to be efficient. Right. They just. So yeah, it doesn't no. need to be slippery. It, no, it shouldn't be. No, no, it should be rough, rough around the edges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The designs from the original Charger Daytona aero treatments on the front end, but still looks like a proper muscle car. We added sound back in. How many times they're going to say muscle car? Oh, they, they need he a probably problem has that. talking points and says okay. You need to mention it at least 12 times during this presentation. How, how many focus groups do you think they did? Plenty. And how did some of this get through the focus groups? He's also upset. Yeah. That was Rhett sighing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. To the car with the patented Fratzonic chambered exhaust system. That's the, okay, it. The what? The Fratzonic chambered exhaust system, which is an external speaker. Yeah. For the exhaust. Do they have what look like tailpipes? I is this a speaker so. in a tailpipe? It is a chambered exhaust system at the back exterior of the car. I, I so it's it essentially tailpipes. a boombox yes. on the outside of your vehicle right. that makes noises at 125 decibels, which is going to be phenomenal super when annoying. people try to like hack into it and make farting sounds it's and whatever they're going to have annoying. it do. <sighs> And we're going to make it drive like a proper Dodge with an electromechanical shifting system known as the E-Rupt <laughs> This car will lift. Jake. Jake. Yeah. The E-Rupt. Yeah, I get it. It's erupting. Driving system. It's erupting. It's, no, it's E-Rupting. Yeah, electronically erupting. Yeah, electronic eruptions. What? Well, how? Okay, first of all, what is this electro? Jake. 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 It's erupting. <laughs> Yeah, no, it definitely is. They they really. Uh, so what happens if you blow the speaker in that exhaust? Does it does it oh. does the noise change to be like a rusty Camry or something like that? <laughs> like the exhaust like, fell like, off. Like yeah. it's got like an exhaust leak. Oh man, no, I'm just thinking. What is the electromechanical shifting? That's basically just synthetic shifting that'll yes. make the motor jerk. 
As if you're shifting. Yes. It, no, it's going to erupt. <laughs> you realize how dumb that is? Why can't they just... I thought... C- you remember when CBDs came out and everyone hated them because they were way too like weird and smooth? Yeah. And so they had to add... like Shifting. Sim- they had simulated. to add... Yeah, simulated shift points where they'd stop torque and then re-deliver it. They should have just named it's it the so erupt dumb. system. Literally changed the way people look at electrification in the muscle car space. All right. Do you actually want to hear how this thing sounds? Yes, I do. Let me play the clip for you. And when I put this on my Instagram this morning, the 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 result was or the response was overwhelmingly, like, "Oh my God, is like, that is that is that for real?" Right? Because we kind of thought, like, "Oh, maybe this is a joke. Yeah, maybe someone dubbed this over, dubbed it over." And then I thought, "Oh no, I'm gonna have to like redact, po- re- post or, a redaction." Yeah. And then like someone else posted like from yeah, Dodge posted Dodge. a fidget like sound. I'm like, "Oh no!" Anyway, here's the sound. It's like I found the clip that they derived this from. I did a lot of digging. <laughs> I know exactly. Calling around. I know exactly where this is going. As a mountain lion. Yeah. And how You know what I was going to do? It's so cliche to just make the hellcat make a cat sound i know it's so on the nose what it's is like do you it, remember it, do you remember ron burgundy the scene where he opens the the yes what is the stuff that smells like it's gasoline? like panther yeah it's like like it's, panther 80 percent of the time it works, works every, every time. time do you remember when he opens the thing ooh, it goes oh wow yeah ooh, it makes that the is, noise that is pungent ooh. that's very 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 pungent sex panther sex panther god it's Here, it's can so we, can we play this <laughs> she gets a special cologne it's called sex panther by odion it's illegal <laughs> in nine countries <laughs> Sponsored by Dodge. It's made with bits of real panther. So you know it's good. It's quite pungent. Oh, yeah. It's a formidable scent. (laughs) Stings the nostrils. In a good way. (laughs) In a good way. (laughs) It stings the ears. All right, so this one thing that seems to be kind of not in the news about what this is, it's called the Banshee. Right. Like it's like quote so is that, banshee. Is that the addition? So are they going to do instead of like the Charger Hellcat? It's now the Charger Banshee edition. Is the like high performance model? I, I don't know. So do you know what a banshee is? It's a screaming something. Right. right? It is, leave your microphone I, alone. I can't stop. It touching. wasn't me this time. It was. It was him. <sighs> a banshee is from the old Irish Benside woman of the fairy mound or a female spirit in Irish folklore who heralds the death of a family member, usually by wailing, shrieking, or keening. Her name is connected to the mythologically important tumuli or mounds that dot the Irish countryside, which are known as Said in old Irish. So So they are literally signaling the death. They're literally signaling, signaling the death with the banshee of the muscle car. Yeah, that's absolutely phenomenal anyway all right so uh dodge is inning the production of the hellcat fun time combustion time we know that right, right? yes uh but but not without milking not, it for all she's got yeah yeah the dodge charger and challenger as we know them are not long for this world obviously electric muscle and mm, that's going to be a word that people are going to use you know oh, i started yeah. talking to fetter about this this morning oh god he wouldn't even talk to me yeah it made him crabby that i feel the way that i feel 
Yeah, because he has to be in on it. Uh, well, I don't know about he's, that. He's, he's a very independent. In no, he's, he's a very independent it. journalist. But it's I know. But I, he, oh, how should I say it? He's so ingrained. He's followed it so long that he is, of course, accepting that this is inevitable. Right. So, yes, we can have electric. So, we have got EV and we've got EM. What is, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they're going to have a new high output in line what six that might be on the way. But whatever comes next for Dodge's two marquee nameplates will look nothing like the current V8 beasts. Blah, blah, blah. They're going to be doing something called the Brotherhood of Muscle. Okay. So I'm starting to realize that basically what we're trying to do, and redneck is an endearing term. I think rednecks like the term redneck. Sure. They write songs about it. Yes, it's, they it's do. I think, I'm rednecker than you. Is that a thing? You, you, listen to, you don't listen to country. I listen to, like, old country yeah, before the term redneck probably existed. You should look up rednecker than you. Ooh. Uh, it's calling it the Brotherhood of Muscle, I think, which is more like the third cousin who married your dad 38 times <laughs> removed, in my opinion. So it's time to celebrate with commemorative editions, everybody. Commemorative. Yay. We're going to commemorate. We're going to commemorate. Well, what I like saying is, what I like is they called them limit seven limited editions. And it's like, wait, if there's that many limited editions, how limited are the, they? Remember seeing the V6 Camry limited edition and just have a gold badge on it? Ooh. Wasn't that what LE standed for? For like the trim model that everything was sure. an LE? I'm not sure. Dodge has announced that it's last call, which is, I mean, if you're like a redneck alcoholic, you know what last call is. I've never you been in a bar. closing. I know what last call is. I've never been there for You've last call. You've never been to a last call? You've never shut down a bar? Never shut down a oh, bar. That's a, that's a rite of passage, So you're friend. closer to redneck than I am. Oh, uh, yeah. They're announcing the last call for the Charger and Challenger will take the form of seven unique special edition models plus a few additional goodies spread out among the rest of the lineup. The headliners are the new special editions set to be unveiled later this year. Six of these special editions, each with reveal dates not yet announced, represent a connection to an iconic Dodge model from the past. A seventh and final car will bow at SEMA. SEMA's still around? That one is being billed as <laughs> yes, the is. last of its kind. And I think we're going to talk about that in a minute. For now, these Chargers and Challengers are being displayed under car covers that hit to the identities of the models underneath. So it's already done. This is all done. You know, all cake. The cake has been made. Those not getting a special edition Charger Challenger will still get a last call branded plaque under their hood. Oh, yeah. the branded plaque. Just wait till it's like 75 years from now. Yeah, I got the the one of one with the oh, blue yeah. interior and the last call plaque on this. Yeah. Uh, they're going to have, plus the option to choose among re uh, returning heritage colors, plum, crazy purple, sublime green, B5, blue. Jailbreak, the designation that allows buyers to option a much wider variety of color options, is now available for the standard Charger and Challenger SRT Hellcast. It initially debuted on the Red Eye Wide Body Variants. Finally, order allocations have been revamped for the 2023 model year in what Dodge is calling a total customer cash grab. Just kidding. It's called the customer-focused vehicle allocation <laughs> process. I was like, oh, okay, truth and advertising. <laughs> the entire final model year run of the current Charger and Challenger will be made possible to dealers all at once. The company's DodgeGarage.com site will guide customers towards remaining stock at various dealers. Dodge Garage? Dodge Garage. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's great. We can rhyme. It's fun. Uh, I don't know. This sounds kind of like the grand finale at a fireworks show. It is. It's yeah. Cool. It's like everything you could ever want. We're just, you once. know what? All at once. Yeah, whatever you want. Is. Here <laughs> you go. Here it is. If you oh. want to give us money, we'll let you do whatever you want. Uh, so the, the, the one limited edition thing yeah. is I think that's what this is. And they, I pulled up another article to talk about that. It's going to be some E85 thing. Um, Mopar Insider citing an unnamed source close to the project claims Dodge is planning a new Challenger SRT Hellcat model that is able to run on E85 fuel. E85 sometimes called... Flex fuel for people that probably can't understand what E85 is. Yeah. Uh, 
85% ethanol. Yeah, 85%. We don't need this to be defined to us. It's a popular fuel source for tuners. Everybody that listens knows that. If Dodge wants to send the Challenger off on a high note, it likely wants to do so with as much power as possible. So and they're going to have an E85 tune. And since E85 is an easy way to make easy way to make more power, the rumor yep. makes sense. Mopar Insider Source claims this Challenger variant will make 909 horsepower, oh, oh. 69 more horses than the SRT Demon does, making wow. on race gas. Wow. Yes. And now, in complete contrast to the uh, the, ch- the Charger Daytona Banshee Screamer thing that sounds like... Or, or just, I would say... That it's illegal thing. in nine <laughs> countries. <laughs> Made out of bits of real panther. So, so you know in contrast good. to this, what have, we, what have we got here? Yeah, so also, if you're a Porsche fan, you know that Porsche released their latest model, which is the GT3 RS. So what the, is an RS? The 992 internal model is code RS of the really 911 Ren Sport. Oh, I thought it was really special. Yeah, really special. Really, really special. No, Ren <laughs> really Sport. Really sexy. So, yeah. The, really serious. The 990, this thing's really serious. It is very serious. It is very serious. So the 992 model GT3 came out last year. And it's not a good looking car, in my opinion. They have the big like hood vents coming out, which I had to look. I was like, hold on. What, where do those vents go? So it's when probably you for open, the oil coolers. When you open the hood, yeah, there's actual vents that come up through kind of the front trunk area yep. and go up there. It pulls through for aero and probably cools, right. cools the... Yeah, well, the GT3 RS now is basically like balls to the wall. Everything we can do to make this thing as fast as possible on track. So it has 518 horsepower versus 502 from the base GT3. I'm imagining at this level... Getting an extra 16 horsepower is well, really hard. They Yes. And they even said this isn't about power. This is about all-out speed. And they put all of their effort into aero. So it's still a four-liter naturally aspirated 9,000 RPM redline masterpiece wow. of a motor. It has massive, ridiculous wings for a streetcar on the rear. And it produces, get this, 1,896 pounds of downforce at 177 miles per hour, which I believe is the VMAX. Well, that'll keep you from flipping your car it over and rolling it on the street. It has 2,000 pounds of downforce on the rear wing. The car weighs 3,200 pounds. Chris. Right. Yeah, that's that's incredible. It's active aero, which has drag reduction system, or DRS, like they call it in F1. So when the car is pointed straight, the driver activated DRS so system. a little hydraulic little ram yep, thing. It'll all of a sudden bring the, it's like the secondary wing, just straight flat. So there's no... I'm surprised it took uh, took Porsche this long to get into active aero. I know. Because the P1 and like the, some of yeah, the Ferrari Ferrari's stuff had has it. had it forever. I know. Yeah. Uh, apparently, every panel is unique from the GT3. There's a lot more carbon fiber, of course. They went to crazy lengths for this aero. My favorite part is that the A-arms are unique to the GT3 RS because now they're shaped with a teardrop profile to make them more aerodynamic. The actual A-arms in the front end. So we're really at the, the it is, edge. It, like we're at the end. We're at, this is it. Yes. So what's interesting is I, do you feel like this is the last GT3 RS that we see that's naturally aspirated? It very well could be. It very well could I be. Think How often do we get these? Is. Every Well, it's every model. So like the 991 had one. Did it? Yeah. So you have like 991.1 and .2, and I think you got one RS for yep. that. Correct. So, so, every, so yeah. it's- 996 had one RS. So 997 every, had one RS. Every four to six years, something like yes. that. Yes. And by that time, we're, we're done. 
we're done. This is it. So uh, the this, other thing this that's is crazy. The, this like, is the the Hellcat Red Eye. It is kind of E eighty five situation. Right. It is um, everything you can think of on like a Formula One car. Like they brought basically all motorsport tech to this hey, platform. Did you know Porsche's getting into Formula One? Yes, I did. Making engines for Red yes, Bull. Yes. How? What do you think the odds are that they're making a car as well? I so I want to get to that. I want to get to that. In a little bit here. Because Wait, that, it's not even in the notes. How are you going to remember to get back to it? I just highlighted where I'm going to talk about it. Oh. Would you quit getting ahead of me and just trust no, it's just, my just, process? No, do, okay. Back okay. to the car. So okay. it, when it comes to motorsport tech, though, besides just DRS, they also have independent front and rear compression and rebound adjustments on the fly for the suspension via steering wheel controls. So you can, you can crash exactly the- how you want. <laughs> I want to crash like this. But how Bang. granular is that control? Like, you can, first of all, do suspension firmness. I can do that on my Macan, right. even, as well as ride height independently. I'm sure this has all that. But also your dampener, compression, and rebound for both the front and the back, which is nuts. I, I man, you know. Here's I, the thing. This thing is very fast. It's very ugly. It is very ugly. I feel like they the 911 has kind of the 911 is great. I love the 911. It's got the heritage of it. I don't but love the 911 anymore. They should have stopped trying to make it the Halo car. Just come out with a new car. Well, even the GT4, they know it can go faster. Yeah, but right? it doesn't. It's mid-engine. Yeah. Why not keep the 911 a Grand Tourer? You can have like a sportier model. You could have the GT3. That's fine. Come on, dude, you know the answer way to this too question. bloated money. It comes money. down to money. People are going to buy it. Yes. But why did they have to make the 911 this Halo car? Because it is the Halo car. But it didn't have to be. They had the Carrera Come. GT back in 2002. They had the 918, whatever year that was, 2014, I if think. If there's any brand that knows exactly what they're doing. I know. You're right. It's Porsche. It is. They know. But I just, I don't like how the 911 GT3 RS everything looks because it's there's so many add-on wings and things and that and this. It's just, even the nine, the GT3 Cup car, I feel like looks better than the GT3 RS. So I like this it's car. It's too convoluted. Also, for the first ever time in a 911, since 1964, there is no front trunk. It's all full of aero. It's all aero. It's all radiators and aero. Well, I guess you're not going golfing in your GT3 RS unless you don't have a passenger. Yeah, probably or you not. just chuck it on the roof. Um, starts at 225000 Isn't starts- this thing entirely... Uh, aren't all the panels unique to this car, too? That's what I just said. And they're all carbon fiber. That's what I just said. No, you didn't. Every panel is unique from the base GT3 with lots more carbon fiber. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one with a baby here, and you're the one not paying attention. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about... So, yeah, my whole point is why did they have to do this with the 911? Why can't they just have a separate hypercar? Of course, it comes down to finance. You yep. can make money by doing this, and it's easier to do this to an existing platform than make a new one. But... To your point, if they're investing all this money in F1 and they're going to be building their own motors for Red Bull, it would be cool to see some type they, of... They are. I, I almost guarantee that they are. It takes... They're not going to be allowed to be in Formula until like 2025, I think is when they kind of go in with, uh, with, it, with, with Formula One. And I think designing a car takes... Designing a chassis, sorry, takes a long time. 
It takes you're, a lot. You're talking for the street car that they might. No, build. no. I'm talking about for an actual Formula One car. Right. So I think but that they're, they're pro- not going to be building the chassis, are they? They're just doing motors. I bet they do. I bet they enter. Because, like, think about it. You're going to go through all that effort to make the entire drive line, power line, just to put your name on Red Bull's car. Well, isn't car? that, like, the only, the only manufacturer in Formula One that does both a chassis and a motor is Ferrari? Renault. They do the chassis as well. You're right. Mm-hmm. Okay. I guess Honda did it, and they didn't have a car. Right. They are just I don't, a motor. We'll see. It would be cool to see. And you can buy a McLaren motor to put, or not a McLaren, yeah, a McLaren motor to put in whatever chassis. Huh. That's three. I mean, it happens. I would like to yes. see Porsche do a car. Porsche, Audi, you know, whatever. I'd like to see them It'd do be a cool. car. I just, I really, I really like what this car represents. In terms of the GT3 RS, the GT3 RS, because I like it as a metric, as a bar. I like it as something that puts a stake in the ground that says, here's how big our dick is. How big is yours? <laughs> right. I mean, that's what this is. Yes. But and they... that, that allows the owner to also be like, here's how small my penis is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just real. Ser- in all seriousness, no, it is a it is a metric for which all other cars will be measured. And I like that because it gives us the breadth of measurement to, to, for, the, for the human accomplishment of the engineering. Yeah. And I really like that. And I, and I kind of like that in a way my car, my 911 has, is, evolved, into has evolved into that. Even though it's just, it's so removed. even though it's like, if you look at Americans 50 years ago, they were all kind of shorter and skinnier. Yeah. And now everybody's fat and obese. That's exactly That's the way happened. these cars, so the cars kind of grew. I wonder if there's like, we should do a chart with... The average weight of an American versus the average weight of the car versus the average weight of the car or the the circumference of the waistline of an average American. And then the, yeah, the wheelbase of a, of a car. But the other thing I was going to do is I started putting together correlation of like inflation versus car prices over the years, because like, yeah, the cost of a car now is so much more expensive versus like your household income than it used to be. Yes. Yeah. Well, the sore houses. Everything's more yeah. expensive now. I think the uh, what was funny is the new F one fifty Lightning yeah. is forty thousand dollars for the cheapest one. Okay, and then uh, the Biden administration came out with their anti inflation thing, which gives you seven thousand five hundred dollars credit, something or something like that for the inflation reduction something. And uh, now, now guess how much the truck is? It's seven thousand dollars more. <laughs> it's like seven or eight thousand dollars more than it was. This, this is how it works, yes, <laughs> guys. It's oh. so incredible. It's so fucking. It's incredible. just so transparent. Like it, I love that. That just right there. Boom. All right. So we were on the topic of cats earlier. Yeah. Do you want me to play the sound of the car again? Yes. It's so bad. It's so dumb. You know, I tried to actually figure out how to make the sound with that other cat sound. I got kind of close. <laughs> I'm sure it doesn't so take So basically that. I took the cat sound and I and I hummed mm, over it and then I modulated my hum over the sound of the cat. And it's like almost identical. It, it's, well, no, yes and no. You but know, it's you like, can tell oh what yeah, they, that is it. You can tell what they did. <laughs> it's almost like, so when you play racing games that are shitty or if you play a game that has a car in it yeah but it's not a racing game right so it's like an adventure game and you have right. a car so in they the, didn't put a lot of or like call effort. of duty you hop in the little atv yeah and it just has this kind of like constant loop, looping yeah. it goes yeah and it, that's i imagine that's so i'm questioning too like obviously this thing doesn't have it does it have a neutral like how is he revving how, is, is it a, a rev button? button there's a rev there's gotta if, there, you if can't, it's a button that's so dumb that's especially there's dumb. gotta be but if some... there's like a neutral select and then you hit the accelerator and it revs that 
would make. You know how many people are going to get least? run over at Cars and Coffee if because that's of what that? it is. Yeah, they're going to get just absolutely plastered all over this that thing. There's probably a rev button. Makes it so much worse. Oh, it's got to be bad. It's right, probably right next to the erupt button. Beaverton, Anyways, Beaverton police, uh, that's in I, Oregon, I think, or, or Washington. I think it's Oregon. Beaverton police say they arrested the leader of a crime ring that's responsible <laughs> for trafficking more than 44,000 stolen catalytic converters since 2001. Hold on. Hold on. What is trafficking of catalytic converters? You sell them, and they get melted down. So you, there's probably... So if you like, if, if you show up in a rusty truck full of cats to the guy, right? He's gonna be like, "Sorry, man, I can't take those." But if you've got a guy on the back end that's recycling the uh, the catalytic converters at one o'clock in the morning, and maybe he's giving you seventy percent of the price that he would give you if it was legit, that's called trafficking. Yeah, but trafficking is like all the transport and logistics of drugs, like where people are buying them, and it's like, I just does this actually apply to? It's a lot of money. Contraband catalytic Detectives say that 44,000 of them since yeah. 2021. Detectives say that uh, they identified 32-year-old Brennan Patrick Doyle as the leader of the operation in March. They say they searched his waterfront Lake Oswego home last week along with seven how other properties. I, hold on. How Seven Irish. other properties. How Irish is this guy? Brennan Patrick Doyle. Yeah, yeah. He is. They, he made his own Irish mob in the Pacific Northwest. Based on catalytic converters. They seized from seven properties. Yeah. 3,000 catalytic converters. How else converters. are you going to launder all your cat money? Doyle and his associates are accused of an organized effort to steal catalytic converters from vehicles up and down the West Coast. The crime ring was centered in the Portland metro area, but reached as far as New York and Texas. So wow. there you go. They're driving them across that the country. That is the trafficking. According to Beaverton, <laughs> police spokesman Matt Henderson, to avoid catalytic converter theft, police in several jurisdictions, including Bothell, Washington, recommended painting your vehicle's catalytic converter with bright orange temperature paint. High temperature paint. Because then they won't, they won't take it. It won't be recycled. If it's orange? If it's orange. What? That's the stupidest rule I've ever heard. But Henderson of Beaverton Police said there's no aftermarket tool he knows of that's been wildly successful in preventing the thefts. Also, couldn't you just sandblast it or put paint stripper on it if it's orange? If they're worth like two grand a pop? Not if you've stolen 44,000 of them. That's way too much work. It's probably worth You look underneath, you go, ah, nope. And then you just move to the next car. There's millions of cars. People that are removing them from vehicles are so adept at doing so that it's almost like a pit crew at a NASCAR race. I mean, they get these things off in seconds. Yep. The parts are also hard to track once they're separated from the vehicle because there's no, it's not like you, (laughs) hey man, check out my... 2007 Honda Prius with numbers matching catalytic converter. Numbers matching, yes. (laughs) Oh, that's going to be a thing. No, it's not. Do you think, okay, so if you're like, if you're really, this is your thing, right? So you're you're stealing cats and Mm -hmm. you're really good at it. Yes. Do you have customized like... So reciprocating saws where they're the exact width apart for the cat and you like simultaneously cut both ends at the same time? I don't know why I'm thinking about the process and the tool. If you Are have you a good sawzall blade, it? you can just... Are you two-handing it? Like two sawzalls, one in each, just... And there's your cat. It's got to be something. And then, like, you're on the creeper, and your guy, your partner, just, like, you're laying down with the saws I'm going ready to, to go, guess. and he throws you under, and he pulls you out. They're using a torch. I bet they're torching him off. Mm. Like a really, really strong torch. Yeah. That's fast. Interesting. Sawzall's loud. Right, it is. All right, so... Uh, so there's no aftermarket. The parts are also hard to track. We know that. Be aware of where where you're parking. 
See if you can park in a well-lit area or an area that has video surveillance so that someone can see your catalytic converter get stolen. Yeah, exactly. Like, please don't do anything about Have this. Have you seen... So there's a couple of fabrication shops that I follow just on like Facebook. Have you seen what guys are paying to do? They put rebar like around rebar, the Rebar or I've seen like chains. quarter inch like just steel plate and it'll be like there's good luck that make stealing universal. me. It's like a universal plate that bolts, on, bolts onto your F-150. F-150s and Priuses are the two. I wonder if two. it's like you just know first they're common so you know how to do it and boom, that's what you target. Doyle was indicted on 72 different charges including racketeering. Wow. Aggregated theft. And money laundering. Police say one of his associates, 32-year-old Tanner Lee, Hale Butch of Beaverton, was caught with over 100 catalytic converters in March. He was indicted on 20 similar accounts and is probably getting wow. off scot-free for telling on his Irish buddy. Yeah, no kidding. Investigators say that at least 12 other people face charges. Blah, 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 blah. All right. What have you got for us before our next article, our, our next news story? Yeah, let's take a minute to talk about Obert Car Care. Have you ever wondered or wanted to polish your vehicle but didn't really know where to start? That's where I'm at, is I have a, like a two-stage DA buffer, but I, knowing myself, will burn right through that paint. Did you see what I did the other day? What'd you do? I did that red um, uh, tailgate thing or door oh, for my yeah. trooper using the Obert stuff. It, it turned out good. awesome. Got my Griot's polisher on there. Yeah. I, used with the, I don't know if I like it with the white, though. I love I it. I pulled up right behind you. I know it's an homage to the 911. I don't care. I don't care what you think. You're wrong. All right. That's fine. Yeah. I, it's for me. It's, okay. it's for me. Yeah. yeah. You know, on the back of the vehicle where you can't see it when you're driving it. I see it every time I walk up to it. It's great. <laughs> Regardless, Oberk Car Care was research developed and tested by car care experts to bridge the gap between enthusiast grade and professional level products and remove the guesswork from polishing or detailing your vehicle. These guys are passionate with a long history of developing products themselves so they know firsthand what makes a good detailing product. And right now, they're offering a whopping 20% off your next order at oberkcarcare.com when you use the code OVERCREST. Again, check them out over at oberkcarcare.com, coupon code OVERCREST. All right, the Hyundai Vision N Hydro. This is our last story for today. Okay. Uh, we're going to do some more stories after this. If you're a Drivers Club member, you'll get the full version. Oh. Uh, otherwise, we're going to be done after this story, but we're going to have a whole bunch more, maybe another three, four more stories for for the drivers club members, so we're going to give them another, a little bit of a, another reason to I get over there. I just decided to do that right now, since we just, were at like boom. 15, boom. I just decided, just like that. I'm a generous Look guy. At you, I'm a generous guy. The Hyundai Vision and hydrogen concept has been revealed. I'm so surprised anybody are still going with hydrogen. Still, they they want hydrogen. I do too. I think it it makes sense. God, five hundred trillion billion dollars or whatever is being invested in EV. Yeah, you'd think you'd be like, well, let's just scrap this idea. The Hyundai Envision 74 High Performance Coupe uh, was designed by one of Constant. the best designers of our generation. That's my opinion. That's not in the article. Oh, okay. Have you seen like the the, the pony concept, that sedan concept, this yep. concept? Yep. Hyundai is nailing it. Yep, remember killing we, it. Remember when we had the dude from Hyundai on a long time yes. ago? We talked yeah, about we the history did. of Hyundai. And he's like, just you wait. Yeah. I can't. I'm like, wait for what? Yep. He's like, I can't tell you. You're right. This is all this all this stuff that's coming out right now is what, is he, what was he was talking to. about. So if you're curious to hear about Hyundai's history and where they came from and what they were going to do, yeah. go go back and listen to that episode. It's pretty. Did cool. I do a full history story? on We it? did. We did. We did a full. Uh, no, I did a history I think it was story a mix. on. Something. It was a mix. It was a, a little bit of history and then the the dude from Hyundai. Yeah, you're right. Um, the, the Envision 74 concept was re, concept was revealed along uh, official confirmation of the Ionic 5N, which is the new. Like uh, the little SUV crossover thing. That's that, the one that uh, our friend Fetter showed up in your driveway. Hatch. Yeah, he thinks yeah, it's yeah, a hot hatch, yeah. but it's really a van, right? Basically, uh, it's a Macan, it, which is basically a van. <laughs> it's a minivan. Yeah, 
with uh, with doors that open. It's smaller than a minivan, but yes. And I don't even tell me that. What what defines van? Sliding doors. No, because you have barn doors on some vans. Okay. So it can't be that. Um, vans aren't on a truck frame. They can Full-size be. Full-size vans are. Minivans are not. Minivans. Well, that's what makes it a minivan then, I guess. Hmm. Yeah. So basically your Tesla Model X or whatever is a van. Don't even, or crossover. It's what they, that's why they call vans crossovers is because van doesn't sound good. Right. It's like is naming. Is van short for something? Van. Vanner? No, those are people that love vans. No, I have no idea. I really don't. All I right, feel so, like uh, that's an acronym or an abbreviation, though. Officially, the R22 Envision 4 things are rolling lab concepts, vehicles that Hyundai uses to test and validate future technologies. Lab concept. Yes. Its name and styling pay homage to the Hyundai Pony Coupe, a 1974 concept car penned by iconic designer Giorgetto Giugiario, which Hyundai says marked the beginning of Hyundai's design journey, which started out as kind of like a crawl, and now it is an absolute, you know, Full full sprint. sprint. Envision 74 elevates the daring attitude of the Pony Coupe concept. Oh, daring attitude of the Pony Coupe does not work because uh, the Pony Coupe was never uh, daring at all. But daring attitude of the Pony <laughs> Coupe concept into a future Hyundai design while reinterpreting the interior as an entertaining space without blah, blah, blah. Anyway, this thing's... This thing That's is cool. rad. Uh, the and the re- rear drive Envision 74 features Hyundai's most advanced hydrogen fuel cell system to date, FCEV. Uh, with a 62.4 kilowatt hour battery pack and more than 500 kilowatts power and 900 newton meters of torque, which I whatever. Oh, yeah, it's got it's fast. Hyundai says the uh, unique packaging, the hydrogen fuel cells with large long range battery means the vehicle can be driven by either both power sources as the situation demands. The thing looks like a DeLorean. Oh, it's fantastic! It's absolutely fantastic. It does have DeLorean vibes, uh, which is I love the totally retro futuristic. I think that's because that of the color. Doing. If it was a different color, you might not see it as yeah. a DeLorean. And it, but it's really box flared too. It is. So like I'm thinking like Audi, you are Quattro. Yeah, it's got a bunch of good vibes going on. Current fuel cell vehicles use a small battery pack, about two kilowatt hours, to smooth out power supply from the hydrogen fuel cell. So having a 62.4 kilowatt hour battery pack is a lot more. Hyundai claims the vehicle has a range of 600 kilometers or 300 miles and can achieve a top speed beyond 250 kilometers per hour. Which is good. Which is what an American... American what? Wants? How fast does it go in miles per hour? Oh, uh, 250 kilometers an hour is 150, right? No, yes. That doesn't yeah. work that way. Oh, it does. Every 10 kilometers an hour... 100. Yes, so that's 120. So 120 and then, plus another half of 100, which is 30. It is 150. Ah! I feel like you didn't get there the ah, right way, though. I, I did it You fast. did not get there the right way. I did. I, I, went, I went, I broke it into three, This I break down math. I did 100, 150, and then I added them together real okay. quick. Okay. No zero to 100 kilometer an hour time has been disclosed, but it's unlikely to match that of the all-wheel drive Ionic 5N, three, which is three and a half seconds. Um... Hyundai says the concepts FCV system is placed with zero plans to produce this yeah, car. No, okay. Uh, Trump's that bummer. That's that's too bad. All right, guys, that's all we have time for. Uh, we're gonna stick around for the drivers club members. So if you're one of those, you know, cool dudes, you know, you can uh, you can hang out <laughs> with us. That's the best you could come up with. They are. They're cool dudes. They are, they are cool, cool dudes. dudes, and we're gonna hang out cool with them dudes. a little bit. If you want to hang out a little bit longer, you can overcrestproductions.com/slash/drivers-club. Uh, we will see you guys. After vacation, we'll right. we will see. Take a break. You will see that.